0: Hey, everyone. We want to take a moment to tell you about the
1: sponsor of this podcast, Roosevelt's. You may know Roosevelt's as the company who makes those rad, all-over-print button-downs with just about every franchise that you love. They, of course,
0: have Star Wars, because this is a Star Wars podcast, but they also have Harry Potter, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, NASA, WWE, The Office, Nickelodeon, Rick and Morty, Friends,
1: all kinds of other stuff, including new lines from Yellowstone and The Godfather. And not just button downs, but t-shirts. They do shorts, jackets, hoodies, koozies, flannels, so many different kinds of items, so many dope designs. So if you're interested in picking something up for the first time, go to RSVLTS.com and use promo code THANKTHEMAKER with no spaces to get 20% off your first purchase. Once again, that's RSVLTS.com. Use promo code THANKTHEMAKER to get 20% off of your first purchase.
0: Hello there, welcome to Thank the Maker, a podcast about heroes, princesses, scoundrels, hokey religions, ancient weapons, and all things Star Wars. Adam, I'm Madam Russell. I'm Nick Gambarian,
1: opening up a cold one for our 200th episode right here. Yes, sir.
2: What in the ferret going on? It's Mike Forster. Hey, guys, look at what we did here.
0: Look L- at Look this. at what you done. Look at what you did, you little jerk. What's up? Well, you know, just being a bicentennial podcaster. Bicentennial, man like
1: uh robin yeah. williams <laughs> wow rest in peace what a legend
2: mm-hmm. we're gonna start the 200th episode off with that he's the one of the greatest wait you
1: know what we didn't talk about last week is how he was almost on the holiday special that's yes true. we forgot to mention that dude i mean wh- that's why you. that's why you don't listen to people you know like some guy at the st- uh, who was putting the special together was like mm, we only want known talent i'm like go get fi- go fire yourself dude you just made Robin Williams not actually on in Star Wars. That would have been so sick.
0: He would have been in place of uh, what's his name? The Chewbacca family friend, right? Yeah, that's, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, that would have been incredible. He actually would have done every character. <laughs> it would have been incredible. I mean, the writing was what the writing was. But that dude in there improving would have made it a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. unbelievable
1: anyways sidebar i think it's good to start a podcast off with a sidebar yeah it's called icebreaker we, we do things differently here
0: yeah uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. mike what, what are you doing there bud i'm
2: trying to put this dang koozie on it's just a you little two hands bro i'm trying i really am this is why people watch on youtube because you get to see the struggle on this
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> youtube.com slash at thank the so you can see koozie pairings We do have new koozies, new Roosevelt's koozies, by the way.
2: I've got a little X-Wing
1: pilot one right here. This is my Han.
2: We are the flannel (laughs) boys today. Let's go ahead and run through these real quick because there is still is time to order them.
1: So
0: much new stuff from Roosevelt's and Heroes and Villains. Mm. This will be a heavily edited audio version (laughs) for everyone who's um, listening right now because show and tell. It sucks when you have video. I'm sure it was great for everyone back in the radio only days. Shout Mm. out to everyone who was ever on the radio. My bad. If your grandpa was, you know, a radio host, my bad. But we have hella new koozies. I got two or three, I think, at the beginning, but I just got like a dozen
1: today. What'd you guys get? I think there's eight new ones.
2: Okay, so let's go through them real quick.
1: Okay, you go.
0: We have Vader. Beautiful.
1: We got Boba. Vader and Boba, friends. Yoda. Yoda. I match your Yoda.
0: Oh, look at that little tunic. Okay, what do you got next?
1: Cute as hell. We got X-Wing, which is what Adam's using. Yes, sir. I
2: like that. Princess Leia, of course. Leia Organa.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice belt. Classic. Stormtrooper. You know, Mike likes
0: that one. Uh, trooper. I trooper. like that
2: one. I like that one a lot. I Real like that nice. One. Yep. These
0: are all OT. Yeah.
1: All of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah.
2: All the bad guys are from Return of the Jedi, which I think is fun, and then almost all of them are from uh, New Hope, which I like.
1: Did you show Chewie yet? Chewie's a oh,
2: good one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Chew in Baca. Yeah, that's great. We have our first super chat, Nate O'Shea. Hey, oh, congratulations, oh, fellas, on 200 episodes. to tabuite, tay
0: Thank you, Nate.
2: Oh man, this is this could be a deadly episode. This is like live drinking with TTM.
1: We got a lot of episodes in 2024 with no Star Wars shows. We might have, just have to get drunk live a lot. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> we play Sabacc and get hammered every week. Maybe we try different drugs. Um, <laughs> You know, keep it family friendly. Sure. You do yes. ayahuasca.
0: Spice is family friendly. <laughs> yeah. All right. We also got flannels. So we're each wearing a oh, flannel. Yeah. This is, are these the first flannels that uh,
1: Roosevelt has ever done? No. They've had, they've had the some.
2: first Star Wars.
1: No. They have, there's a Boba Fett one. That's oh. true. From That's true. a year or so ago. So they're simple.
0: Mm-hmm. They're
2: simple. And then here's like, which I might switch into this one. See, you got a little Vader, or you got a little R2 hit down here. Look how fun that is! Yeah, they all have
1: little uh,
0: side hits. Yeah, down at the bottom, kind of just along the seam. See, it says Star Wars there.
1: This one here got a little lightsaber. Low key. I'm not wearing pants, so I can't stand up.
0: So they're 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 just kind of like color themed, like a standard flannel, and then a little screen print. So it's the kind of thing you know you could wear to something where you can't quite be so loud. I I was going to say at a funeral. But I don't know if any of these are quite funeral
1: appropriate.
2: <laughs> you guys can wear these to my funeral. Look at that little yeah. ROTJ lightsaber right there.
1: Mm. Like sick. it. Oh, we got more Super Chats. Michael Cronin. Thanks, Cronin. He's saying that God. he's using money the company has given me for food to buy shirts. <laughs> I think that's good.
2: He's <laughs> that using that stipend appropriately, baby. And I love so, that.
1: so, Flogan, also, thank you for the Super Chat. This is great. Shout out to Dan Flashes. Um, oh, you know what I got? And I wore it to Disney yesterday. What'd you get? It might low-key be my favorite jacket that they've made.
0: Oh, here we go. Oh, that's right—the new bomber jacket.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of it's so this. This is a shirt that I've worn before. It's kind of this like real. I don't think it's Macquarie, right?
0: But it's like really wispy concept art. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's real cool, like 70s, 80s, kind of almost like dentist office uh, art. It's very cool. It's a great orange on the sleeves. Sick. And it's also reversible. Mike was just showing the other side. So, so the other, other side, side is just simple, right? Black, yeah. Oh, that's, dude, this is so sick. I haven't even taken mine out of the package yet. I wore, I wore it to Disney yesterday and it was just, I was like, you know what? I feel really cool in this. It was is it nice. Hey, you're cool even out of it, but you're yeah. definitely cooler with it on. I yeah. need my clothes to, you know, the clothes make the man. And then backpacks. First Roosevelt's backpack ever, right?
2: Am I wrong? Pretty sweet. Um th- these were sent out for people to test. I believe some of them will be for sale, but they're going to test out putting patterns on them from their shirts, which is really oh, cool. Sick. So,
0: these are all black ours.
2: Yeah, this is the this is the kind of like prototype, wear it out, do everything with it, and then uh, I think that line
0: is going to expand, so they're pretty excited about that. It's almost like a simple modern version of like a Jansport. Like Yeah. Just a couple pouches, but like well-designed laptop spot, little padding on the back. Yep. Pretty sick. I'm pretty stoked. It's very it's very crispy. I dig it. And they're
2: just like, they're awesome dudes. And then they, of course, gave us a shout-out that they're setting up a awesome event before Mosh Eisley, which I'm very excited about. Um, once again, uh, helping us out, being a great partner of throwing a proper pre-party before Mosh Eisley, before they come and hang out. So Party before you party. Um, once again, they're just solid. That's a solid crew, man. Everybody over there. We'll yeah. give them a big shout-out at the end, but they're Truly, they're they're awesome. They're unbelievable fans. They love this stuff.
1: You know, one of the better things that's happened to any of us is knowing Roosevelt.
2: Agreed. (laughs) And then we have a very cool connection that we'll get to share a little bit later in a couple months, which is fun for our podcast.
0: I know what mm, you're talking about. Very neat. Neato. Let's do a quick um, heroes and villains show and tell as well. Yep, yep. This thing I love. I don't know if it's big enough, so I might put some other stuff in it. It's like a toiletry bag. It's an Asoka one. Mm. It's got the uh, the navy, the straps. Put it's- your toilet in it. I'll put one toilet in here. A little rebel intelligence patch. I think it's technically a makeup bag. It's got a little clear thing, a um, little mirror. Yeah, but that's
1: cool. I like that. You
0: know, the kind of braided straps and the stuff from the belt.
1: We're getting old. We wear I, we wear makeup on stage, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like Nick looks great, and then I get off stage and like take a chisel to my face because there's so much makeup on it. And you just sit in front of a light and melt.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're you're the stickiest person in uh, on stage,
1: dude.
0: How about this bomber jacket? Check this out. Oh, that's dope. It's x X-wing bomber jacket. Rogue Squadron on the back. That's nice, man. Rebel Elite it says that's nice.
1: Yeah, I like their jackets. I mess with their jackets for sure.
0: And then I got the um, Jedi backpack back there. You can see. It's the one that Ryan has. He brought it on the Halcyon. It's got a little lightsaber spot in it. It's got a net underneath.
1: Oh, yeah. I got that, too. Nice canvas. Mm -hmm. You guys all have it? I bought it so I could have it for celebration. I was like, here's whatever it was. 200 bucks. I need it. I need it for my trip. All right. And it's great. Yeah. Brought on the Halcyon. Uh, I've got mostly the only shirt I've gotten from Heroes and Villains, and it might be the only official shirt in existence that has Shin and Balin on it. Nice. Ooh. and it's tight. (laughs) Morak. Rest in peace Morak. Yeah we don't count him though What a loser God dies I, I, I like saw loser. his
2: action figure today And I was tempted I won't lie I bought
1: it You did? I bought it Okay Yeah 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 So check this out. I'm super, super impressed by their bags for a lot of reasons. They kind of think about a lot of things. I'm not a bag connoisseur, so these kind of pockets and compartments might be in other bags and other whatever, but it comes with like what I assume is like kind of a laundry or shoe bag. Oh, Mm. yeah. Lots of pockets inside. But check this out. I run into the problem a lot where I don't know where to put shoes and luggage because you don't want your shoes touching your clean clothing right yeah gross this bottom of the bag zips and i'm pretty sure that's a shoe compartment
2: whoa what's up there bag daddy dude i think you're right dang how sick
1: is that that's very sick that's the something weekender right yep nice it's all Endor, return of the jedi based and then i got another one that's a little smaller what
2: the heck is going on how many bags you got i don't have anything i'm a bad
1: guy i'm a (sighs) bad guy bag daddy it's like a mandalorian camo Pretty sick, huh? I got a bag, man. This also has a spot for your shoes. I was like, what is going on with this zipper right here on the side? I'm like, what is going on? Because it goes all the way through. Look at that. You put a cat in it. That's where you put your shoes. Oh, you put your shoes in there. You can put your cat in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put your shoes. One cat per compartment. And then there's an outside zipper on this side that when you open it leads to almost this like toiletry looking area. What? So when I go on tour, I'm set up that Dude,
0: that's the that's the bringing the venue from the bus bag absolutely wow i would really
2: like if all four of us had exactly the same flannel pack shorts and we all walk in places together and then but don't act like we know each other that's what i was also hoping for
0: we'll look like a family that's on you know their first disney vacation matching shoes shoelace colors
2: i was stupid but the arrows is going everywhere yeah yeah right <laughs>
0: Shout out Jason Chiodo for dropping the uh, Home Shopping Network gif in the uh, patron chat. Thanks, bud. (laughs) Thank you. you, (laughs) That's great. Selling samurai swords. Oh, that's good. All right. It's so sharp. All right. Let's talk about it. You know what we're talking about. 200 episodes, man. Wow. It's an arbitrary milestone, but it's a milestone nonetheless. And I'm proud as hell. You know what the average podcast gets up to episode wise? Four. I think it is literally four. Oh, it's a lot of work. It is. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. It's been something that started as a passion project and has continued as a passion project. I always tell people the band is my part-time job that pays full-time money and the podcast is my full-time job that pays part-time money. Uh, You're getting paid $9 a week, bro. You see my account? (laughs) We made it. We did it. It's something that is, I'll pass on advice from, um, from another podcaster, one of the hosts of my favorite podcast ever skeptics guide to the universe. It's a science podcast. I want to say it was like a live show and they were, they were taking questions from the audience and one was, can you give any advice on starting a podcast? I'm thinking of doing it, blah blah blah." And Jay's response was, well, first I'll tell you, don't do it. Just don't do it. You think it's a good idea. Maybe it is. It's probably not. Someone else probably probably already did it. It's really hard to get into. It's a lot of work. And you think, you know, as long as I make enough to, you know, just pay the bills, that's fine. I don't have to get rich. It's like, no, that's not realistic either.
1: You (laughs) have to get rich.
0: (laughs) Don't do it. It's hard. So we, We do it because we love it. We love to talk about Star Wars and we love to hang out and, in this case, inadvertently build a little awesome community and that's what this whole episode's about.
1: Thank goodness for that, really. Yeah. That's the unintended uh, amazing consequence of all of this is the community, then Mosh Eisley and its own community. It's been great. You know it's funny. Like you kind of touched on, like, don't do a podcast. Someone probably already did it. I remember when you guys were coming over my house to record before I was a host, and you guys were like, "Yeah, it's called Thank the Maker." I'm like, "That's got to be a podcast name already." You know, yeah. like I, I, in my head, I'm like, "That has to be taken." You guys can't use that.
0: And you were like, <laughs> "Yeah, it is. It's ours." It was being used. It was Thank the Maker with a different subtitle. It was actually about making, about building. But they had, I don't know, maybe a dozen episodes and it had lapsed for a while. It was it's
1: always that's always it. Whenever you think of like a new Instagram or Twitter handle or something, you're like, oh, sweet. Like, remember when we even had Mosh Isley? We were I yeah. think that I don't think that we got the tag right away, but wasn't there? a There was something that was inactive for like five years. That was yeah, a Mosh there was Isley hashtag or something like that. Right. And we're like, of course, of course, it exists and no one's doing anything with it but the fact that we actually got thank the maker for real and it was the first
0: real Star Wars podcast like you said doesn't make any sense it's too good of a name i'm not trying to like we didn't we didn't make up those words we just decided those are the those are the amazing words that should be the title of something luckily we got in at the right time you know it was like early early pandemic so this was like a long time coming kind of project that finally hit the road once we had nothing to do with be, but be at home you know Ryan Key and me and I don't know, maybe there, there were a dozen other people trying to start a podcast called thank the maker the month later. And we just (laughs) happened to jump on it first, but.
1: And shout out to Ryan. Ryan really was on board up until probably 20 minutes before we were going on. Ryan just had a kid last week. I'm sure everyone knows that. So congrats, Ryan. But yeah, he really was like, hey, baby emergency, can't make it.
2: And it do be like that. I think we also have to give from Nick and I and Ryan, of course, like Adam, you have been our fearless leader in all of this and being incredibly dedicated to putting out a show a week. Not all of them have been uh, recorded a week, but your dedication to this podcast as a friend of mine is quite incredible. And uh, I think it's part of the reason why it is sustained in its in its quality and also the fact that we've had some really fun topics on here we've had some amazing guests that we're going to say thank you to later um but myself i was an avid listener before joining up with the crew and uh i i know in the comments people are like you are the goat of the uh, star wars podcasting uh network because without this podcast there's a lot of stuff that wouldn't have happened and come after so my brother thank you man Mm -hmm. may the force be with you thank you
1: both thank you i mean if mike ryan or myself were in charge the way you were we wouldn't have reached 200 episodes that's for sure
2: we would have stopped at that four episode mark for sure.
1: I
0: will. Uh, I, I
1: very humbly
0: accept and appreciate those thanks. Um, but you should be thanking my equally helpful and obnoxious OCD for this. Yes, like, we
2: love your I OCD. I mean, it's just,
0: that's, that's what it is. I can't, I can't not, I can't stop. Can't not. It's a problem. It's Can't it's, stop,
1: stop, stopping. What's
0: yep. the... Uh, yes, we can't not, no. Nope. Never stop stopping. Yeah, and never <laughs> stop, never stopping. Yeah. It's like anything, like anything I've ever been passionate about, the ADHD and OCD kick in, I get the, the hyper focus and then I, I don't stop like to a fault. And sure. then when I do stop, it's a terrible crash. So don't thank me. Thank my, my terrible genes. No, it's okay. That's fine. We love your genes.
2: Um, they're really great. Um, but the, I, I think too what, what some of the podcasts, I think what you see a lot in the star Wars verse is like when I was really getting into the podcast uh of course in in the pandemic everyone's looking for other people to connect with right and i know very specifically that they just kind of seem like I can't really do like loose conversation stuff. I love podcasts that have a specific topic. They have a start and an end, like there's mm-hmm. specific reasons for why. And I think that's what has, what really attracted myself. And I know a lot of other people was that like, they were interesting topics. And I think for people who are curious as to how this show gets made, um, we're usually bouncing around topics of like, this could be cool. I don't know if we could fill half an hour worth of discussion about this. And then also try not to make it just be like a banter podcast of, <laughs> like, let's just talk about why Boba Fett sucks. Right? It's not we we don't do that's, that. That's
1: next, next week. That's it, next oh, week. Oh shoot! Remember.
2: Yeah, right. I right. know I was supposed to I was supposed to blow that. But this um, is why Boba Fett sucks. Yeah, right. Um, but I think I think the 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 part of it that makes it really awesome is just that there is a lot of thought that goes into these discussions. Um, some of them are obviously much more light hearted and playful, but some of them have tackled some really great topics that i think are important discussions to have so thank you for everyone who's who's responded to these uh <laughs> some of these some of these episodes we put out there and We're and like is this a little too far and then we get fantastic feedback uh from the community so i think it's yeah it, it, in 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 some ways even though we might not be getting new content for a while i feel like we could talk about so many different things related to star wars in that way so that's what makes the the show pretty special
1: yeah it is wild and we're gonna have to i know we've reached out to patreon and stuff like we're gonna it's probably the best time ever to be a patreon member for just for the fact that there's not a lot for us to actually talk about and we're not necessarily like a news podcast so i feel like a lot of ideas for episodes are gonna come from patreon from patrons and also uh feature patrons
0: yeah and the the feedback that we get directly influences not always necessarily the specific topics, but the vibes, like we, we pick up so much from that. There's like, they're, and some of the stuff we'll read here, a lot of people loved the, uh, the draft episodes, for example. So, mm-hmm. so we're working on some things like that, that are more interactive, more fun in that type of way for us. And also, you know, engages the community and, and the patrons. So we appreciate it. Keep it coming. You patrons help keep this thing afloat in more ways than just, you know, with your X amount of dollars per month.
2: Adam, is there a point, I wish Ryan was here and I know that this is going to be a long, long, long journey of dating. where you go, I got to, I got to make a call and and it'd be like that, but you're here. So I get to, I get to ask you this. When you guys started the podcast, was there like a idea of going, we just want to talk about the movies, but like the, when you look at the topics that you've covered, that, that some, some from me, some from Nick, some from, you know, the community, this is, 200 episodes that have by far surpassed a content rewatch a you know there's been some really deep topics in here was this kind of what you were imagining think the maker would turn into when you guys started this podcast because it was originally supposed to be reviewing movies and just yeah going through that that original concept that isn't all that unique in that regard either
0: yeah i i was really concerned when ryan first brought up the idea of it only being star wars because i thought Okay, how many episodes do we have if we cut cover literally every movie and, you know, non-canon anything on screen. What, you know, we've got like a dozen or so things. And then I guess we could read books and stuff, but I don't know, I'm a terrible reader. How long is it going to take me to read a book? I can't read a book per week. I was freaked out, but the more we talked, it made sense. You know, we were entering this new golden age of Star Wars, so I thought, okay, I can kind of see what this might look like. We could do deep dive topics about this that or whatever and nothing it's not like we had a specific list at the top but the vague vision in my mind was this for sure i just couldn't possibly have imagined what 200 episodes would look like any more specifically than yeah we probably make that happen you know so we just kind of went for it and here we are four years later it's awesome that was when did the mandalorian debut 2019 november
1: so The podcast, I think it was. Oh, no. So we
0: we started January 2020. Sorry.
1: Yeah. 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 So Mandalorian season one had existed already because I remember covering Mando season two or needing to cover Mando season two. And we were like, we didn't actually technically have a chance to do one. So that's right. Well, it worked out.
0: It seems like it's worked out. I remember when Nick
2: was on the first time and I was like, yeah. I, I remember like getting heavy. There were like some heavy hitters on in regards to like, I'm like, dang, like, Sure, I obviously love Story of the Year, and I love Yellow Card, and then it just started. I was like, "Dang, is this going to be a? They're going to have a bunch of punk rockers on," and then Nick got brought on, and I was like, "Oh, they really hit it off, and he knows his stuff." I was like, "They should kiss."
1: Yeah. Wow, like they got the bass player, the bass player <laughs> from bass. He's this so, is a big time and he's podcast, so, and he's
2: so handsome too. Um, but I think what's what's awesome about it and too, like for for people who have 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 been interested in when the show I think used to feature more uh, musicians on it and occasionally will still still do but you know at the beginning I mean there's a there's a great list of of punk rock guys um that have been on this podcast that are huge Star Wars fans I think probably in some regard we had maybe surpassed the topical discussion of Thank The Maker and I feel like Dion. Did did he say that he was the most he's the he's the most reoccurrent guest on Thank the Maker? He, he must st- be, yeah. Self proclaimed. Pro- I think he's been on four Probably times. Four? Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. yeah. Which is awesome because then you're like you're looking at dudes in emo and punk bands, and then being like, and Dion's on the level. I mean, it's incredible what this franchise has done, and somehow captivated this and weaved itself into this little community too.
0: Yeah, we. We definitely thought we were going to lean more into it at the beginning, and it, it's not something that we got away from purposely, but we talked about this recently. Musicians, they're, they're just hard. You know, the, the big diehards like us are a little harder to find, and we've, in a lot of ways, kind of reached the maximum of our overlapping friend groups, but we have gotten some messages from people recently about some other folks and bands. Like Apparently, Scott Ian from Anthrax is a huge Star Wars fan. Got pictures of Galaxy's Edge and stuff on his Instagram. So Amarelo. that would be sick. I mean,
1: last time last time I saw Fat Mike at the Punk Rock Museum, I was talking about the podcast, and he's like, have me on. I don't really like Star Wars, but I definitely have a story about ditching school to see A New Hope. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's probably a good episode. So, hey. Yeah, we, or maybe it'll be terrible. I don't is know. Is he doing
2: anything? Can we bring him <laughs> on? Is he doing anything?
1: We definitely can't monetize that episode. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's going to break some content uh guy we'll go,
2: let's let's go on that topic i mean should we get into um should we get into some of our guests or you want to go we'll do that later
0: yeah, well let's do that now yeah let's get into it okay. we um okay. well but before we do the bands we should mention we also got really lucky early on and and i think we were it was kind of like we were leveraging both sides of it you know to to get guests because we brought our friends on we had Ryan Josh from my band on Chad Gilbert from Newfound Glory on mm-hmm. Samir from Flyleaf Alice Gaskarth from All Time Low John Feldman, Ashi Bashar from Beartooth, Mike Herrera from MXPX, and of course, Dion. And Ryan, because, you know, the, the story that we've all heard a handful of times about how we met Ashley Eckstein. I've never heard it. She, she was the first big guest to come on. And this was early. This was like episodes in the, within the first 20. It was crazy. Um, so we had Ashley Eckstein on. She got us James Arnold Taylor. We got Emily Swallow via ryan's longtime friend we went to high school with uh pat huesinger who um has act you know acted with emily swallow paul sung hyung lee via mike via armor party which Mm -hmm. was another um, incredible thing that came out of this podcast Mm -hmm. and amy allen who uh played ayla sakura who is the wife of an old friend of mine chris drummer of hoobastank chris hess Mm -hmm. so pretty amazing like first couple years it's it's been a while since we've had a lot of guests like this because I I think we've kind of moved into this other space, but Mm -hmm. dude, we came out swinging? It was kind of crazy.
2: Yeah. And I think, I think to, to not, I mean, of course I, as, as opportunity presents itself, you know, it's, it's with the strike and everything. There were a lot of people that weren't able to, to, to come on and talk about shows or or be involved in that regard. Um, And of course we're super excited to see a lot of uh, people that we've connected with that are are back to work. And that's really important. Um, But I think as, as things continue to ramp up, it's like, I think looking through this list of people who have been on uh, and who's going to come back on, pretty amazing. (laughs) Like, who could, like, what this year, this next year, 2024, is going to hold. I'm quite excited about that because I have a feeling we're going to pull out a couple more amazing guests and more amazing episodes.
1: We got to get more music. We got to get, like, I know I've reached out to and gotten nothing about like David Collins. Like we got to get like star Wars music people, like the Kiner's, John Williams, you know, the Kiner's, David Collins. We need people like that on the show. Until John
2: Williams, we have a podcast. He's going to be like a what?
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: You know, like they used to have on the radio
2: war of the worlds, Orson Welles.
0: Exactly. All right. We, um, so we went to the patrons. We went to discord and to, to Patreon and we wanted to get some favorite moments from the podcast. Not just this year, this was a cool year. But since we didn't do a proper 100th episode kind of event thing, we thought we'd just let everyone go all the way back to the beginning and tell us what their favorite moments are or, or what they've gotten out of the podcast, maybe some quotes, maybe episodes, favorite guests, whatever. And we saw a lot of consistency, a lot of like grouping of, of big major things. And a lot of those were guests, you know, like Henry Clark in the Shadows of the Empire, great screen name. Number 23, there it is, Return of the Jedi uh, featuring Ashley Eckstein was such an unexpected thing, especially for the podcast in its relative infancy at the time. It was, you know, I was thinking seven. Early on, we were doing every other week as an official full episode, and the others were um, uh, one-quarter portions, we were calling them. I eventually renumbered it, so it was something lower than that. Either way, you know, half a year in, it was incredible. And Dilly Knight Dex, screen name, says... uh, I think it also just had us all fall in love with Ashley and really reminded us what this podcast and Discord are about and our love of Star Wars and being good human beings. She's she is just like such a fountain of positivity and such an incredible part of the Star Wars fandom and community. So shout out to Ashley. Jason Chiodo, good friend, collaborator, one time editor of Thank the Maker, said one of his favorite episodes is number 79. Behind uh, *Return of the Return of Luke Skywalker* featuring Paul Sun-Hyung Lee, that was uh, in September 2021. Mm-hmm. Carson Teva himself is the guest on the recap of what could still be the single best moment of serialized Disney Plus Star Wars Mando Season Two, the finale episode, *The Rescue*. That's a good point. Paul's a super fan himself, so the idea of this character being a surrogate for the audience is so appropriate. Jason said at about 40 minutes, Paul talks about the immersive feeling of being in the cockpit of his X Wing in the Stagecraft volume. Mm-hmm. It's pure joy. He says, (laughs) we can all feel our fandom through the conduit of Paul's recounting. And we did a great little edit Instagram reel that's up. And it is, it's just like he said, pure joy. The dude is such a legend. And he was, he was on armor party as well. Like I mentioned earlier, which is an incredible episode. Mm -hmm. he's a 501st member. The dude is multi multi multi-costumed legitimately just one of us. One of us.
1: I do like the vibe because I think we've done it twice with Paul and also, like, Paul covering The Mandalorian as a fan and Ashley covering Return of the Jedi as a fan. Like, there's a really good vibe there, and those were kind of... You know, it's really hard to do that. I really wish that we could have more of that vibe of just have people who are actually in the Star Wars, you know, making Star Wars, just come here to nerd out. Not even us being like, so what was it like being on set? You know, like, exactly. it would rather, I'd much rather have the vibe of like Ashley talking about Return of the Jedi or Paul talking about the show as if he isn't in it. You know, I think that's such a good vibe. I don't know how to pull that off more unless we just get, this podcast to be a bigger thing uh, so everyone out there I don't, I'm sure you're already subscribed but subscribe again nice. like and subscribe nice. And share
0: <laughs> nice five stars yeah I I don't know why I don't know if it's for me like insecurity in terms of you know my ability to host or our ability to to do legitimate interviews but actual press style interviews have never appealed to me on this podcast and I don't think we've ever done an actual straight interview with anyone have we
1: I don't think so. No, because I mean, it's just like not our vibe. I don't yeah. know. Like we're just we're just here to chat, you know, like even I don't know why this just popped in my head. But I, I moderated a animation panel at WonderCon and I didn't ask any of them because I didn't know who any who anyone was. I didn't ask them any normal questions. Yeah. I was just like, I don't, I don't know what to ask you guys. So what music do you listen to or TV show. Do you watch while you're drawing? You know, I'm like, I'm thinking of things that I think the audience would kind of be into. And I think that we come because I know we've mentioned on the show, I think because we somewhat come from a music kind of industry thing where we've also been interviewed and you know, when an interview sucks, what inspires you you to play music? (laughs) Where did you get the name Bayside from? I'm like, bro, Wikipedia, like ask me something better. Like, So yeah. what is <laughs> the story of the year? <laughs> Shoot what
2: me. made you want to play bass? I'm like,
1: I'm just trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. You want to have a good interview? Don't ask me like what where we got our band name from. Yeah. Like, ask come me on. where
2: I got this shirt from.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do occasionally think of like if, if we had the Kiners on, for example, I feel like we would interview them a little bit more because we'd be really interested about their process. But I think we'd be interested in it from a musician's standpoint. Totally, yeah. More than anything. So it would end up being more of like a, a peer-to-peer exchange with, here's my insight, here's my insight, here's my experience back and forth. But yeah, but I, I just can't imagine being part of like a press junket. It's, it's weird. It's not our vibe. It's not weird. It's just weird to us.
1: I could do it, but not under the guise of Thank the Maker. Yeah. Like if I could be Ash Crossing, you know, like in a hotel room and mm-hmm. like Star Wars people are coming in and I have to ask them some, some softball questions, I could do that, but that's not Thank the Maker style.
0: Well, like we mentioned earlier, some of our guests were musicians, some of them technically two. Yes, this is true. Two of those musicians became co-hosts of this podcast. One is a bass player, one's a drummer. If you guys don't know that about Mike, Mike's a drummer. Mm-hmm. Or Mike was a drummer in a former life.
2: I was. Yep.
0: Either way, they're too
2: loud now, so I'll have to wait to get some uh, those DW. Just too darn loud. Those DWE drums. Now that your your drummer is sponsored by DW, <laughs> that's my end right there, baby. We're back. I, I'm looking at some. We've got these like big moments here that you listed that I think are really cool to run through. Yeah. Thank the Maker launched in January 2019, which now we actually realize is 2020. I messed up. Right? That's okay. Uh, it helped launch what was the... We actually got a question on YouTube uh, that was, what was the idea for making the network? And I think we explained this in an actual episode introducing yeah. the Think the Maker network. But um, it launched Armor Party, which uh, was a... Um, Which is my podcast that I host that's that's dedicated to armor building that's taken a little bit of a hiatus where I've caught up on some some regular life stuff this this year, Um, but I'm excited for next year. And I'll say that with a wink. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also our friends, uh, Sarah and Stephen run Princess and Scoundrel, which is a little bit more of a uh, parks, Disney topics, uh, kind of a more of a generalized topic uh, podcast about park going. Customing mm-hmm. star wars still um and then of course uh giving a lot of love to dano our uh of the Dano channel who has is a partner with us in mosh isley Um, uh, but it kind of like that's what kind of started to build this this group up of of familiar faces around here we all went on the star cruiser together which is another point big moment on here which is the first time that we all met in person Wild. and i remember specifically standing outside of uh i think it's i don't know kicking boots it's not kicking boots pop century. Nope. It was, uh, old, uh, old t- or whatever the old town road. <laughs> that's right. <sighs> uh, we no, we were outside of the gurgling suitcase, wherever that is. I think it's in like mm-hmm. old Miami or whatever the hell it's called. Um, that's a bar in Detroit. Sorry. Uh, but that's, we, we all met each other and then we went to actually have dinner with Ashley Eckstein, which was, uh, which was wild. Uh, that was, I was like, Oh, this, this, this trip, uh, can't get any better. Uh, but it is about to get better. Um, and then to go from there, we we did our final voyage on the Star Cruiser uh, that we just did not that long ago, back in September. Uh, and then we started Mosh Eisley uh, after all attending celebration together, uh, which was amazing, and we were able to do that. And that was a surreal experience for you guys because it was the first time that you guys started being noticed for Star Wars and not your bands. What an
0: amazing feeling! Nick remembers this. I love it. No, I love it. <laughs> I like my band. I'm thankful but it's just so much cooler.
1: It's great. I mean, it's really hard. I'm um, this is probably something that I've said, I'll reiterate it. It is very, very hard at any point to do something that people appreciate and like and you can make it a career. We're lucky enough that to varying degrees, you know, all three of our bands have, you know, been a part of it all for two decades. To start something you know, in our forties that resonates with people and then had results that we didn't necessarily uh, think would happen. You know, like our goal never in 2020 was to have Mosh Isley or a discord server with a bunch of people on it. You know, like those weren't things that we like rolled out. They were just kind of, all right, what's the next step? What's the next step? Somehow, thank goodness Anaheim celebration was happening. And, in 2019 i had sort of done a star wars emo night in chicago and mike definitely you were like we should call it mosh Isley," and i was just like well that's my favorite thing in the world (laughs) adding one letter to anything adding one letter to anything that makes Uh, (laughs) like a name funny is the best thing in the world um so i was like well that's perfect and honestly that motivated motivated me i'm like well that's the that's a better idea than a Star Wars emo night. Just anything being called Mosh Eisley is amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, so we have an idea. Like, we're good. Mm-hmm. So all the kind of unintended uh, results of us doing all this is great because I think it also shows that as stupid as we are, we're pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and as unorganized as we are, we can organize when we need to. And we have the support of everyone, which is ultimately why we keep doing it. Word puns, deadlines, and pressure.
2: It's it's the way that it's the way that we work. Um there certainly is something that I think the, the theme will come up because we're gonna we're gonna hear more about these comments. But I think, yeah, the 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 podcast has sat very nicely in a great network of friendships that have kind of like blossomed off of this thing right because i remember specifically being at star wars celebration which was a big opportunity for us to introduce mosh isley but then also to like ride this star cruiser high that we had just had and i think a lot of people had picked up about our episode of being on the star cruiser because we were one of the first um podcasts that weren't um we, we had I think shared our experience so authentically uh, Jason says is one of his favorite podcasts and honestly it's one of mine too we'll talk about it um but but for us to be able to do Mosh Isley and then what would later turn into our my costuming friends uh that would kind of turn into uh making another podcast that's helped us out a couple times uh, especially in San Diego um the dad batch right like those are friends of ours um uh John and uh Stevie and Ramy and and Brian and Joe like all those guys guys were our costumers for mosh isley and then from there it's like we're, we're volleying stuff and, and being able to just kind of kick off uh, a lot of incredible people that we've met in the star wars community uh, heroes of the halcyon our, our friend brooke mcdonald like there's been so many people that have just like kind of become uh everyday conversation for for myself, and I know for all of us, and that is probably one of the coolest parts is that we're still producing content that means a lot to us individually, but it sits it's it sits very nicely in uh, in at a table with a bunch of other incredible people that have been connected by just all of this this Star Wars stuff that
0: could possibly be traced back to this podcast, which I think is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. It feels like there was like a gravity to what was happening. And I I know part of it again, was the pandemic and people kind of reassessing what life means or what they want out of life. I know we're all of us on this podcast, were kind of going through that in in one way or another at the time. Mm -hmm. But I think everything that happened, how this all came together, whether it's the two of you being added as hosts or Mosh Isley coming together, it was the, the, the unintended process of finding your people, you know, I don't think any of us set out to do that. It just kind of happened. And there was like this gravity to it that kind of brought people together. I'm I mean, like,
2: let's talk about the people. Are you cracking one open there? Yeah, I mean, we have to because this. I'm like, I'm reading these comments, and I'm like, seeing all these people be like, "I mean, this this community, this is like, this thing's like saved yeah. me over the last couple of years," and I am just like, you know what? You're feeling it. Hell yeah!
0: Tabuete. Tabuete. That means cheers. Hey everyone, we want to take a moment to tell you about the sponsor of this podcast, Roosevelt's.
1: You may know Roosevelt as the company who makes those rad all over print button downs with just about every franchise that you love. They, of course, have Star Wars because this is a
0: Star Wars podcast, but they also have Harry Potter, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, NASA, WWE, The Office, Nickelodeon, Rick and Morty, Friends, all kinds of other stuff, including
1: new lines from Yellowstone and The Godfather. And not just button downs, but t-shirts. They do shorts, jackets, hoodies, koozies, flannels, so many different kinds of items, so many dope designs. So if you're interested in picking something up for the first time, go to rsvlts.com and use promo code THANKTHEMAKER with no spaces to get 20% off your first purchase. Once again, that's rsvlts.com. Use promo code THANKTHEMAKER to get 20% off of your first purchase. Doug Vader says, my favorite
0: memory was way back in the day, episode number seven, when Nick was just a guest. And as soon as I heard them all together, I thought, he would make an amazing third host.
1: I'm just a guest.
0: (laughs) A couple (laughs) weeks later, my dream came true. Yes. When he he became a full-time host. And Jason Chiodo said as well, number seven, that was when we covered Solo. I've got a good feeling about this was the name. That was March 19th, 2020. He said... At about a minute, or sorry, about an hour and a minute and 30, Nick talks about the scene where Han's bringing out, uh, bragging about the ship he owns at the Sabak table. And Nick mentioned checking the closed captioning to make sure that he's hearing Han right, that he's actually referencing the model number of the ghost. And Ryan, impressed with Nick's geek cred, says,
1: You belong here. (laughs) So. Glad someone remembers that because I don't remember. Key moment. Thanks, Jason.
0: We were impressed. We got in the car, we got in (laughs) Ryan's nerdy little sports car and said, Man, Nick might be, uh, might be the He's third He's pretty legit. Host, man. <laughs> what do we just do? Oh, man. Yeah. I think we were in the Taco Bell drive-thru when that happened.
1: That's nice. great. I mean, if that happened. I feel like that conversation happened within 24 hours of like you guys being like, do you want to just host? And I was like, yeah, but I think it took a while for me to actually host. It, was, it wasn't until like April or something, I want to say.
0: You're like, I'm very yeah. busy. We yeah. brought you back on for The Phantom Menace.
1: Was it or was it a... uh, Wasn't there um, a quarter portion I did, too? Oh, yeah. As a return? I don't know. Someone else will remember. But I remember, like... Kind of being like, well, I love talking about Star Wars, and that was a lot of fun. And at that point, I think the only two Star Wars podcasts I listened to were The Resistance Broadcast and The Sith List. And I was friendly with Johnny Hoey from Resistance Broadcast. And I remember just, like, doing one of those band guy walks, like, putting my headphones in and, like, had a a phone call with him. I'm like, what, like— just i just kind of want to sound off like does the world need another star wars podcast you know <laughs> like what could be our niche like what you know blah 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 and i he he just kind of we just chatted you know like i don't think he swayed me one way or another but it was good to just talk to like somebody else because i had never considered being on the other side. I think at that point I had been a guest on other podcasts besides Think the Maker, not even Star Wars, just in general to just chat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I never really considered like being a part of one though. I wonder what goes into that. So he didn't talk me into anything, but it was a good conversation where I was like, yeah, just going to do it. Who cares? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys scooped Nick before they did, which...
0: Hey, space player move. Yeah. And then Jason also mentions number 62, Armor Party. I think we just called it Introducing Armor Party, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And we talked to you about what what the plan was going to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That was um, April twenty second, twenty twenty one. So yeah. you, you launched like the next week, right? Or within that month? It was or, May
2: first. Yeah, yeah, May first. Yeah, yeah.
0: He said uh, this was also the first telling of Mike's famous first Corona story, Corona beer, not um, coronavirus, from uh, the backstage Clutch Cargo's. The uh, the most impactful thing being uh, from the stage of chain reaction in Anaheim back in May 22. So it all, it all led to this wild stuff we're talking about. Mm. The blue guy, 808 also says, got to thank Hondo supply for bringing me into this community. Hondo supply being Mike, uh, with the armor party podcast, being a five hundred first first member and making armor and costumes and helping with others is what I'm all about. And, uh, that's how I normally express my fandom and get the most enjoyment from. Thanks, Mike.
2: Hey, what's been really cool about it is I think the biggest thing that we've and most, um, I think most like five hundred first legion members or customers in our group. I think the thing that we preach as magnetism is always like you're really just being yourself in in all this, right? And that the idea, and I think you're seeing that connectivity in what people are becoming less and less, especially after COVID. uh, We were all just like, just I just want to be happy, man. I just want to be happy, and I don't care anymore uh, what Mm -hmm. people think because at some point we just have to stop caring and just choose to choose to be happy. Um and there's, I think, I think seeing people uh use armor uh building or building a costume, which seems which is such a it's such a stretch for some people to build this thing, but then to go out and wear it, I think is a real uh I want to say it's it's there is some kind of release. There is some mental release of just being like, all right, I'm I'm in at this point. I'm owning. Yeah. I'm owning my nerddom. I am who I am, and uh, what's been really amazing about this community is how many people uh, have um, encouraged, uh, supported. Uh, probably uh, assisted in some bad financial decisions, accomplices, <laughs> if you will. Uh, but I think that's really that's the theme. I think that's what it that's what attracts me so much to it is you're really just seeing people be their authentic selves uh, and finding a, a whole community that is equally on board with saying, "Man, if if that's what you want to do and that makes you happy, come on over to our side. We'd be happy to have you." You know. And I think I think uh, transitioning from costumes into this just fandom in general. Uh, is that's you just that's just a reoccurring theme. It's it's been it's awesome, and I'm reading the comments, and it's like that's what everyone is is loving. And and our friend Justin Soundfield, um, <laughs> uh, as him and I will always joke, uh, so much of this is just because we decided to build a costume. Yeah, he he was on because you wanted to play dress up. He was on Ahsoka. He was Dude. on the show. Like, a friend of ours who's an amazing person. His family's amazing. He got to be on Ahsoka because he built a
0: costume. Like, a grown-ass man with pretty well-grown children who was, like all of us, kind of nerdy in high school, just played music and then grew up and had a very successful life with a great corporate career. At some point was like, I'm going to start building costumes. Mm -hmm. And a few years later, the dude is on a Star Wars television show in costume in a costume he built, mm. I assume. Correct. Mm-hmm. Insane. It's insane. So good.
1: How all this stuff comes together. It's what dreams are made of. I love it.
0: One mm. wing takes dream. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of community and being your, your most authentic self. And that's something that I, I kept saying in the, every conversation I would have with, uh, about the star cruiser afterwards. Yep. Mary Purdue says uh, the live podcast from the Halcyon was her favorite episode. For those of us who had cruised on the lady H the show was like Christmas day. I didn't care how late that night you go. You guys were going to be live live streaming. It was a priority for me to watch you live.
2: Yeah, Mary. That was
0: <laughs> what an amazing time. I was so stressed out about that. The idea of taking the time. Yeah,
1: Adam, Adam wasn't really, you know, on board for that idea. And it's kind of one of those moments where I'm like, if I was better with words and I could like <laughs> purvey to you my vision, you would be all about it. Yeah. But I was just, we were just like, oh, like we have to do it. We have to do this. We have to be a little drunk and it has to be 2 (laughs) a.m.
0: It ended up being incredible. It was, it was a mess in all the right ways. Like my OCD was freaking out, but once we were in it and once I saw the response, it was one of those, one of those many moments in my life where I, where I go, Hey brain, you you were doing the most back there. It was a little much. (laughs) Sure.
1: Everything worked out great. Oh speaking of brains, uh, I said Johnny Hoey and I meant James Bainey. So uh, if I'd like to make yeah, I'd like to make a redaction. It was not Johnny Hoey. I've I've not he did not give me a good solid Star Wars shot. Mm-hmm. It was James Bainey. Uh, musician, fellow musician. I'm I'm a little drunk. I'm a little drunk and a lot stupid, sorry.
2: <laughs> fellow musician and uh, he was the keyboardist from The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. That's the that one my band opened for in 2005.
0: My band opened for that band as well after
1: we got
0: big and then not big anymore. Wow. And then younger bands got bigger than us and we opened for them.
1: Did a whole tour. Well, look at that. I don't think we ever toured. We did a Warp tour where I think James was not not in the band anymore. What's like the most, what's the biggest band that opened for you, Adam? Oh, My Chemical Romance. Mm.
0: My Chemical Romance opened for you? Whole ass tour. Our biggest headlining tour ever. Nintendo Fusion tour in 2000, end of 2004. They were second of four. I'm pretty sure yeah amazing Uh, the direct support was a band that no longer exists because the singer is a monster
1: Uh aha
0: I have a feeling I know what band that is yeah
1: he will not be named uh Bayside could claim both Paramore and A Day to Remember oh (laughs) yep pretty cool
0: (laughs) dude Paramore opened for us at a skate park at a tiny show like in the very beginning of their band when they were like hey guys and none of them I don't think had armpit hair or anything they were like very little children yeah and it wasn't even
1: a big show for us. It was early, early days. And then here we are. Yeah, Paramore was still, they were traveling in an RV, I believe, with their parents who were homeschooling them, like <laughs> all day long while we were like loading in and stuff. Like they were being homeschooled and came out of, of the RV and and played a show and went back on the RV. <laughs> they were teenage. They were actually in school. Like
0: I got sound checked, then I got algebra. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't want to do trig today. Let's see. What else? Um, I'm talking about Star Cruiser, Cat H said all the Star Cruiser episodes she loved, especially those after our first journey. Said we did it a way better job than Disney ever did to help us understand what it was and why it was so special. And without our Discord community, she never would have found a group of like-minded nerds from all over the country to share the Star Cruiser adventure.
2: Oh, I love so, that. So I mean,
0: there's a lot of that. Like folks who got together from the Discord. I know Henry and some other folks met one of my best friends that I've known since high school, Matt Deutschman. They went on the Star Cruiser together. I think I connected the two of them. He ended up in their group. I can't remember who else was in it. I'm a terrible person, but yeah, the it's not just you know meetups at cons or at at Galaxy's Edge. The the fact that a Star Cruiser group or two, yeah, or three, awesome. I don't know, came awesome. out of this is, God, it's it's incredible, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. If only there was a way to market, yeah, the the Star Cruiser. If only there were people who liked it and spoke highly of it.
2: The other thing is too, uh, we had heard after our star cruiser our final voyage um that in the break room there was kind of like a motivational uh you know these these posters that they put up and they said there were only two posters that stayed up the entire time during the star cruiser while it was open one of them was i believe was wasted fat when he wore his whole dinjarin suit on the bridge mm-hmm. uh so we had a uh, mando out there and then the other one was that amazing <laughs> shot of all of you guys on the bridge austin romero's there with the dark saber and that they were like those were the only two guest images that were up in in the break room and that was kind of like a as it was described to us it was a this is the group that it's supposed to be for right for when you go out there and you have a rough rough crowd or a couple guests that maybe aren't like bought into the magic of it um it was kind of like a reminder to be like remember you can give this experience to people. Uh, and I think <laughs> that's pretty cool um, in, in that regard. But I know that we, we I've heard that a couple times that our Star Cruiser episode was uh, one that convinced a lot of people to say, okay, let's give this a try because uh, this feels authentic and we weren't paid to be on it. We paid our real ass money to go on that thing yeah. twice. Um, but it, it's totally it's worth it. It, it. Incredible. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I still listen to those Those episodes sometimes just when I'm driving, I'm like, man, this, I remember this. I remember it so vividly. It's like, I'm glad that, I'm glad that
0: Kat had that same experience. Jason says something really funny here. He said, he's told us this a couple of times, but at the time listening, he said, I was never more enamored with a bunch of strangers vacation story, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) What are they going to do next? I mean, it worked, obviously. He, uh, he went with us for the, for the last voyage, so.
1: So happy he was there for the last yeah. one because it was it's one of those things where, you know, still to this day, I get so excited when someone hasn't been to Galaxy's Edge and I get to show them around. Like I yes. actually did it last yeah. night, you know, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. it was great to have Jason there who I know was just going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But for us to all kind of have that experience and yeah. just look at, you know, the, the childlike wonder on Jason's face.
2: He made it out of the po- he made it onto of the YouTube, too.
1: That's great. <laughs>
2: Jason's here and a little hand stuck. <laughs> there um
0: there uh,
2: were a sorry. bunch
1: of
0: bunch of comments about Mosh Isley, even though you know, even though this this com- this is about our two hundredth episode of this podcast, obviously Mosh Isley is an extension of it. It's it's this larger community. And a lot of folks, because we pushed it so hard in the podcast, came via here, but it also just came from everywhere. I don't know the if the buzz at, at celebration, like I, I, none of us really know how it fully came together in the way it did, how the word spread the way it did. Sure. But, um, folks in the discord who, who were stoked on it, like physics, buddy, Joe said, this moment is podcast adjacent, like I'm saying, but, um, I hadn't been to a show in a long time before the first Mosh Isley because of life and the pandemic. But when we first announced it on the podcast, he jumped on tickets as soon as they were available and, um, he was going to celebration. So long story short, it reminded him of how much being in a room with a bunch of people who are all there for the same reason and the same passions means to him even though he ended up with COVID after that weekend, you know, between the con and everything. Didn't we all? Yeah, it was rough. Uh-huh. The podcast and Mos Isley have been a huge part of his personal recovery from the pandemic era, emotionally, I assume, uh, among other things. And finding, finding people again, finding my people, he says, again, and getting out of the house, with the Discord being such a huge reason for making it to London in celebration as well, it uh, seems like it had a huge impact. All of it together, kind of like the the cocktail of that, that perfect storm of celebration, Maj Isley, the community, big hugs.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think that there's, you know, we are probably a generation that is just starting to like we we're pre-internet and post-internet and obviously we've all had you know um, not all of us but there's a lot of social anxiety and stuff like that out there and I think that one thing again an inadvertent kind of thing that happened with us I think we've thankfully gave people at least two Maybe three if you count like Star Cruiser as a separate thing, like different communities of people to to kind of rejoice with and commiserate with and, and chat with. Um. Which is great. I mean, we see it as a whole. Star Wars has like, a, you know, the the vocal minority kind of ruins things. But there's a lot of communities like ours out there that are doing uh, good things. But I, I think that especially after the pandemic, that like social anxiety was a lot worse for a lot of people, a lot of people. I hear it when yeah. it comes to like people going to our shows and stuff like people aren't ready to go to shows. And it's been, you know, for a lot of people two or three years where they're like, I'm still not ready to go be in a crowd right now. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get it. So I I think it's really cool that we, for people who are ready, we've kind of motivated them. Like he's saying he went to London because he wanted to experience celebration. You know, it's like, who who knows how many people have gone to a venue or a Mosh Isley when they weren't really going to go to a show or go to a convention because Hey, I went to celebration and because of Thank the Maker, it was a lot of fun. Now I'm just gonna go to my local Comic Con because maybe I can make new friends or yeah. or something, you know? Like I think yeah. that there's there's such a human aspect of community that like we all need and it's just so hard because our brains get in the way. And then obviously there's there's even more like medical reasons for people to not be able to click with other people. But Mm -hmm. it's something I've always strived for. So I'm so happy that we get to create it. But just community for people, you know, it it really is no no matter what you want to call it. I mean, even church to people is community, you know, like people want to be around people. So it's silly that we have a hard time communicating, but I'm thankful that hopefully we're making it a little easier for for our crew. You're here. Absolutely. You're here my mic on <laughs> <laughs> I'm Just kidding.
0: the juice box parentheses broom boy Mag. mentions similar things about uh the weeks leading up to mosh the anticipation the unknowing of what to expect and then having quite literally one of the best nights of his life with a room full of complete strangers went on to build some incredible friendships community like all the stuff we're mentioning and it he talks about being together like giddy kids again bringing people together in a way that like we, like we keep mentioning, we, we didn't plan on, you know, I just, I just like every other middle-aged white dude was like, yeah, I want to talk about something and record it and put it out in the world. And Ryan <laughs> and I made this podcast. And then years later, we're all doing all this together. None of it was intended. It just happened. And it's damn special. And the positivity aspect that became quickly part of our kind of like unofficial, unwritten mission statement, Maddie Gunner says, episode 91, why do we care so much? Featuring Ken Knapsack. He says, Ken, Joseph, and Jennifer at Force Center have long flown the flag for positivity in Star Wars. And with Ken now being uh, a friend and mentor of his, awesome. uh, It was amazing listening to the conversation between a group of people I respect for their choice to discuss uh, why we love Star Wars. As Qui-Gon Jinn said, I don't turn towards the light because it means someday I'll win. I turn toward it because it is the light. Mm. Sick quote. Mm. I don't know what book that's from, but I love it. Oh, maddie has got it. Talking about the community, there's a, this huge theme with reinvigorating love of Star Wars finding community. I get all this stuff we're talking about here. Emo Wan Kenobi, great screen name, says, just the existence of the podcast is a highlight in my life. The very few people I shared Star Wars with wound up being sequel haters, wah, wah. But finding the pod and hearing the guys be so positive, then forming the Discord, allowed me to actually enjoy this thing that I truly love and share it with others. Just having this community and positivity in my life has been a game changer to the point, I'm so excited to share it with my kids now that they are becoming old enough to watch. I love that. Look at that. I love that. M nanny says, same thing, enthusiasm, making them fall back in love with Star Wars. Kelly Koala Bear emoji says, I'll second the re- reinvigorated love for Star Wars. I also think it's amazing how uh, this has truly become a Star, Star Wars podcast in its own right. Not just a, again, we don't want to get away from the the intersection. Clearly, we're doing Mosh Isley, but the fact that, this thing matured to be a star Wars podcast without relying on our friends and bands is, is beautiful. So thanks for uh, recognizing that Kelly. We appreciate it. And uh, Kelly also loves to switch to YouTube, which was a big deal and took a long time to make happen. Again, OCD, ADHD, anxiety,
1: all of it. It's a big thing. We did it, And then we finally did it and had a scratch and claw our way to a thousand, a thousand <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> but We're we like, made oh, it. Okay. We did but it we now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, now we're monetizing, though. We're getting like 3 or $4 at least per
1: episode Dude, from ads. it's Crushed insane.
2: It. Yeah, I spent uh, three of those bucks the other day. I'm getting a Lambo. I bought half of a coffee.
1: That's more than Spotify. It's a good time to be a musician right
2: now, so go see your favorite local band on joint.
0: <laughs> MC Rocco says one of his favorite episodes was recently, number 194, Star Wars' is Emo. He said it really captured the character, heart, and emotion of the show, specifically Ryan's rant about 43 minutes into the podcast that summarizes Nick's reoccurring quote. Imagine liking what you
1: like. I do like that episode. That was fun. That's good. It
0: was a fun chat. That was another thing that, you know, I I was like, Oh, is this going to be a topic that really works? And Mike, you kind of talked me into it and it ended up being incredible and everyone loved it. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't fully about star Wars, but the way we tied it together, because we do have the bond and the fan base and a listener base and everyone like we have this like larger bond. They're on the level. It's really special. Really special. Yeah. Sarah Crow, 42, says, this, this pod's ability to make me fall in love with Star Wars, all of Star Wars, quote, imagine liking what you like, again, should be the unofficial tagline. It's so easy this day and age to uh, focus on the negative, focus on what you don't like about a movie or a TV show, but the positive attitude of this pod is brilliant and infectious. I count myself so lucky to have been here since the beginning of what truly is a special pod and community that you've created. Congratulations to the entire team on 200 episodes. Thank you. I can't wait for the next 200. Same. I'm already exhausted, but same.
2: Of course, like,
0: I'm I'm just looking at, like, Kate Sabaker's
2: quote, and I'm like, man, like, how huge is Kate Sabaker been?
0: Yeah. Just yesterday, the, the post that she made. So Kate Sabaker, who is a member of the Tested team, Tested.com, Adam Savage's website and YouTube channel, also part of Phil Tippett's team at Tippett Studio. Phil Tippett, the legendary puppet and model maker, whose work on Star Wars goes all the way back to The Empire Strikes Back, became a friend... And supporter of the podcast and supporter of this community and part of um the kind of the Mosh Isley ex- extended friend group said Star Wars is emo, the episode really touched me. It verbalized everything I was trying to about how positive this community is and creating a welcoming environment for people to share what they like, not to bash what they don't.
2: Yeah, she said in her YouTube uh segment don't yuck my yum right and <laughs> yeah. uh i thought that was pretty awesome but she was spot on like uh, she's like up here like showing off all these like incredible creations and then she's like and here's this vest and the vest doesn't look like much but like what the vest represents is something really incredible and i i think of even that really cool intersection of how creative people are uh, when they wear their Star Wars punk up emo costumes to mosh, I'm like, this community is unbelievably cool and in so many ways. It's so cool. It's, so it's I'm, I'm so grateful for Kate kind of being a part of our Thank the Maker family. I think it's fantastic.
0: Absolutely. So Kate posted yesterday, and we, we Nick posted a little clip on a Reel. It's a full extended... They do this every year on Tested. They do Adam's favorite things, Norm's favorite things, Kate's. And over the years, different folks have been members of the team. They've kind of come through. But Kate's is probably like a good third. Like the back third or back half is is about Mosh Isley and, yeah. and the community and everything. So go check that out on Tested, uh, Tested.com or at the Tested YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. It's dope. We appreciate it so much. It is really incredible. For really? real. Thank you. And then we have... A big, as is tradition, a big, long, heartfelt message from Stacey Leanne, one of our earliest patrons, I think, mm-hmm. probably. She's amazing. Amazing. And I love her enthusiasm for this podcast. She is yeah, a very... it's, it's incredible. Um, There's a few different things in here. We we can each kind of read some of them or, or summarize, but she um, she made an amazing list of kind of a running joke that we've had since the beginning. And it started with with us talking too much about top gun Ryan and me specifically to the point where the joke became thank the maker, a top gun podcast. And then we'd get on a rant about something else and it's thank the maker, a uh, Paula Abdul podcast. Thank, the, thank the maker, a star Trek podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. So she has this full list of every time that ever happened. And I think I really need to go through and find all these and just compile it into a thing <laughs> and make a real That's lot great. It. <laughs> It's pretty epic. Um, but Stacy says, I'm such a fan of this podcast that I had to go through my personal notes and gather all of my thoughts before posting. 100% agree with Imo um, Wan Kenobi that the very existence of this podcast is a highlight of my life. To finally find people who are both passionate and positive was kind of validating in a way. And yes, there are other people who are as geeky and excited as me. I almost couldn't believe it. Isn't it like a cool thing to like the, the so much of the internet is so terrible, but so terrible to find people that are like you, whether or not it turns into a full blown community kind of thing is one of the things that makes this hellscape worth it. Just, just like the validation of we're not talking about like truly weird stuff. We're just talking about things that maybe like your local elementary school group, didn't vibe with the same way, you know what I mean? Just like finding those little niches, it's it's amazing. There's
1: like a certain rigidity to life. There's certain things you're supposed to do. And guess what? All of those things you're supposed to do do not actually benefit you. Like they benefit at this point, capitalism, you know? And it's like, whatever, we like, we can't burn it down tomorrow. But I would like to think things like this have a wider reach than, than we can all imagine, you know? Like there might be some unintended subconscious consequences of like you feeling happier at work, you know, like right. because you're of something that has, that might sprout from this community or a relationship you have or uh, music or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, like that's to me, that's the most realistic way to like enhance your community and change the world and all that type of stuff. You know, it's like, it's not, we're going to burn it all down and start tomorrow. You know, it's like, that's right. look at star Wars, you know, it's like you, 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 You defeat the empire and you have some weird, weird, uh, decade or so where the, the good guys are in charge and then they just lose and the bad guys are in charge again. You know, like there's, there's gotta be a process to, to it all. And, and really the only way the entire world is ever going to change is everyone's just happier and nicer and has what they need. So it all starts with thank the maker. (laughs) She says, thank the makers
0: given me some, some of the most supportive friends I've ever had who have been with me through some of the worst years of my life. Wow. I've always said Star Wars came into my life when I needed it the most. And I've realized the same goes for this podcast. As I started listening to this podcast, I started having health problems, but also started making real and lasting connections with this growing community. Had Mm. so many favorite moments ranging from funny to heartfelt. I love that our hosts can be both hilariously goofy and also deeply emotional and loving.
2: It fits the bill. She says a lot here. It really does. I I don't. Fits the bill.
0: I don't want to read the entire thing and do a true monologue of it, but she calls out um, a few things like uh, there's this adorable exchange in episode 55 around the 54 minute mark where Adam says, I like it. I like Star Wars and the giggle from Ryan when he says, me too, is the best. She said it's like the epitome of the podcast. We're just... I, like we come in like anything, you know, you come, you get to work or you get home or you show up anywhere and you're maybe not necessarily in the best mood. You're, you're not <laughs> fully prepared to do what you're about to do for the next hour. I know I'm never on time be in the worst mood. And we start talking about Star Wars and we just like dig down on a point or we take notice of, of something that happened in a show or something. And I feel just great, just amazing. You know what I mean? To share the love of something like that with you guys. In those little moments, it's like, damn, I am lucky as hell to be here right now just talking on this microphone over the damn
1: internet. Mm. Absolutely. It feels great. Cheers. It feels great, and it's motivating, you know, to want to not only keep it up but accomplish more. I think that I th- getting to a certain point, whether, you know, we could lean on music or... Or maybe Mike with like, you know, your career and all that stuff. It's like all you need is a little bit of inspiration to be like, oh, wait, some people like this. Maybe more people could like it, you know, yeah, and right. it's it's kind of it's a real unique uh, thing that we have going on when it comes to that, where it's just like oh, we have all these people who. You know, they're having conversations with themselves at this point on, you know, each other, I should say, on Patreon and and, and uh, Discord, rather, that we're not even a part of because they've all become friends. You know, they've all met and become friends based off of just listening <laughs> to this podcast. You know, so we are like, what they grow cool. beyond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They know way more than us. It's <laughs> so rad. It's so good.
0: The hive mind of the Thank the Maker community being more powerful than us has never been more evident than in, in the damn fantasy drafts. And we just got stomped. Yeah. by rick's bricks like don't bring it up oh, don't bring man. it up
2: oh sexy sax is upset now
0: people really love the fantasy drafts got a lot of comments about that it's a lot of fun we have to do ours for this year don't we so what do we decide i was thinking we wait until closer to the super bowl after oh, yeah.
2: yeah yeah that makes sense In when
0: february. is that february or something February, yeah, yeah. Mm. not that that's when drafting happens but you know it'll be sports ball fever
1: We could, I'm trying to, I have a random idea. I might as well just tell you now, but like we've been trying to get, um, you remember on the last star cruiser when me and the kids were opening up tops, star Wars cards, trading cards. Yep. Our friend Kevin's trying to hook us up with tops to get a bunch of boxes. And I feel like we could like almost do our own. Not that the fantasy draft should be based around the cards, but we could have an episode where we all open up packs and like present our five favorite cards and have like, People vote on that, you know, like who, who got the best cards, that sort yes, of thing. Yes, I yeah.
2: love this idea. Let's go ahead and do that.
1: We're
0: also talking about, we have a bunch of ideas because it's a new year. So it, it's as good a time as any to draw an arbitrary line between what we used to do and what, what we're going to stop, start, and continue to do. Some of those things are more interactive. Like we said, we, there's not a lot of content on the slate. We don't know what's going to happen schedule wise yet. We mentioned the uh, story pitch. Yep. Contest, you know, yep. with patrons, we're going to do yep. that. We're talking about doing like maybe playing some sabak online and just bringing in folks to hang and doing a, a to- total separate stream. In addition to the podcast, it's just like a hang and seeing what, what goes on with that. Got some video ideas and we've got some episode topics that are are more, I don't want to say like game like, but more interactive-ish in a way. Yep. So see what we can do with that. And also th- there's a big opportunity that's coming in the first couple months that may, I don't know. I won't say too much.
2: Not yet. Not yet.
0: Yeah. I won't we got a anything. lot of
2: stuff happening. Like I'm like, like Nick's like, we're, we, uh, we go out there and accomplish stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I think 2024 is, we got a lot of stuff we're accomplishing and yeah. we can't talk that's about it. That's
1: for sure. But, well, more Mosh Isley's than ever. Right. I mean, really yep. don't say too much. How many have we done in a year? What's the most that we've done too two, yeah. 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 yeah I mean, been... we're doing more than that in 2024. So, interesting
0: partnerships,
1: big things to come. Wonder if we could do the Super Bowl halftime show. What do you think? Yeah. We probably get that gig. Yep. <laughs> yep. We can probably get it.
0: Here we got it. Let's see. All right. We were going to do an I Love You, I Know for the, all of it, for all of 2023, but we talked so much about the entire history of the podcast. I don't know. It just feels out of place. Well, let's just
2: do uh, 30 seconds for each of us. What is our favorite episode? I Love You. I Know.
0: We'll go first since since you feel confident enough to roll.
2: I am okay. So I would say that my favorite episode was the Star Cruiser follow up episode. I think uh, it was quite emo, which is great. Uh, but also, it was kind of the culmination of understanding that like this, there 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 was something about meeting together for the first time and truly. Um, Uh, just not sure if we're internet personalities or like what we actually were like. It was like, from that point on, I was like, I literally, I would, I would jump into a maw gravity well for these guys. (laughs) And, um, I think that was kind of when I, I, I remember being like, you can feel the excitement and the enthusiasm in her voice of not only appreciating what we had just experienced, but also that we experienced it together. And from there, I was like, this is a special thing because from there (sighs) we went, Mm -hmm. so that to me was like that was a turning point and i listened to that episode occasionally when i need to be cheered up because i remember those i remember that follow-up so vividly it was really cool so i would say
1: star cruiser episode was my favorite personally amazing nick what about you well they're, they're definitely both recent that has nothing to do with necessarily How like why I like them, I actually just don't remember anything that we've ever done before. And I know I told you guys that on text. He does, he really (laughs) does. I think Mike was like, no, just name your like favorite uh, episodes or quotes or whatever. I'm like, I don't remember anything that we've ever done. Mm -hmm. I don't remember anything I've ever done in my life. Um, but, uh, But pretty recently, I think our live Star Cruiser one was just a lot of fun because it was a little drunk. It was late. Uh, We're fairly certain it's the only podcast that was ever, like, done live on the Star Cruiser, so that's dope. There was just so much going on with people around us in the room, too. Plus, we just watched, like, a sick episode of Ahsoka. It was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And then I really just think, I don't know what sums up the podcast any better than the, the Star Wars Zemo episode because we got to talk about this crazy intersection that we're all kind of like enamored by with whether it was like talking about when we were young and, and our bands still being around and star Wars being better than ever and our bands being better than ever, all that type of stuff. So I, I really did like kind of that open concept of like uh, discussion um, because I don't know that we get to verbalize often, how our personalities and our lives and our careers like kind of influence what we like about star wars so i think that that uh, episode really wound up being a little bit more heavy than i thought uh we initially thought it would be so both of those were were awesome and then i mean uh, you know with with ryan meeting ashley that one fateful day on a plane like how sick is that that she's been on the podcast twice She's wished me happy birthday. She says hi to me when she sees me. Like, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's really great.
2: (laughs) We do have to give, Ryan said specifically, please say that my favorite episode was the Ashley episode for for many reasons. I think what did he say to us that we have to do? You know, let's help dad out a little bit, okay? Yeah. He said, just because of how special and unexpected meeting her was and what a wonderful human being she is. And I think everyone let out a collective, ah, but also... He's right she is an amazing person uh in what she gives to the community still and what she stands for and uh what she brought to that character who is now one of the best characters in star wars so
1: mm-hmm.
2: um yeah that's ryan's uh that's ryan's episode so i think adam
1: you hey are... did we ever get to talk about that once the strike was lifted that she posted a picture of her on set with rosario did that ever come up i know i've missed a bunch of episodes lately we haven't
0: talked about it mm.
1: like holy cow that's sick <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so good. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that actually came to fruition because, yeah, it was a big deal. I, the, the Star Cruiser episodes were great as well. The, the live from the Star Cruiser thing was was so cool for all the reasons you guys listed, and it, especially cool for me. Like, I, I love that feeling when I'm I, I'm so just out of my mind with anxiety and ADHD and OCD hitting in all the worst ways, and then something really comes together and it's so awesome in the moment that I kind of step out of my body and go, oh, everything's not only totally fine, but
1: extra awesome. So that was a great one for that reason. I mean, it's like what, like our technically, analytically, our second most viewed YouTube video, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah.
0: It was just a, a great vibe. And there's also something amazing feeling, and this is, this is another ADHD thing, when, when you just max out, you just binge life, you go on a bender, whether it's like, editing or playing music or staying up and partying or being on star cruiser on four hours sleep and then doing another 20 hours straight and then podcasting where (laughs) you're so exhausted, but you can't (laughs) help but smile at what you've accomplished in those 20 hours on no sleep. And your eyes are barely open. Yeah. It's like the sun coming up at the end of a long drive Mm -hmm. and then you pass out. But it was a lot of that. But I, God, this is so hard to pick one. It's your show. Pick one. Okay, there's one feeling that I never would have expected to have, an experience I never would have expected to have, and I I know we keep talking about Ashley, but I finished The Clone Wars that day. I was so behind on watching Clone Wars, I caught up and finished the day that we recorded with her. So to finish and be completely emotionally wrecked by season seven and then hear her voice speaking to me, speaking to us over the internet, anytime I blinked or closed my eyes or looked to the side, just to hear Ahsoka's voice talking to me that day was one of the most surreal things ever. <laughs> That's amazing. It is awesome. I don't think there's a way to sufficiently describe how heavy that was for me, you know, and I, it's not like I was starstruck by her cause it's her voice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it was just absolutely surreal. And she's so genuine. She's such a genuine fan that that whole conversation in that context is hard to top. I don't know what will top that. So I, I think I have to pick that one.
2: I I mean, let's wait till we get Dave Filoni on and then
0: Mm -hmm. see if we can talk. Mm -hmm. Dave, do the thing. Explain Phantom Menace again. Do it. Yeah, do the thing. All right. Big list of thank yous. A lot of people. I don't want to go down this list
1: myself. We all have friends and collaborators and everything. Let me start off. Let me start off with... Yeah, you start, Nick. You start. Let's start this off the way we started our podcast. I mean, we can't say it enough, the Roosevelt's crew, with me meeting them at San Diego Comic-Con two years ago, and the friendship and business concurrent business opportunities that are happening between the two of us. I mean, we wouldn't be this excited if we didn't like truly like and love all of these people. So and John, Shriner, Dustin, Pete, David, Scotty, Katie, Josh, like all of you, are, like I look forward to seeing you, hanging out with you and the fact that we get to like add our own vibe to star Wars. Cause they're licensed, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and, and there's a lot of opportunities that they're helping us get. Um, and it just means the world. So yeah, thanks to the entire company of Roosevelt's and everyone that I just mentioned. It's all, you're all, you're the heroes. <laughs> well done.
0: <laughs> Segway heroes and villains. Shout out to them. There we go. New friends, new collaborators. Uh, we're stoked to work with those folks. Maker 20, I think, is the, uh, the promo code for that. Do we have a new uh, Roosevelt's promo code, by the way, also?
1: It's off right now because they've had a crazy holiday sale. Got it. So got it. we will get a new Roosevelt's code is the word on the street. Word. Nice. The street being my email sure <laughs> from Mike. Yes,
0: it's tough out there on email street. Um, shout out to, to musician friends that we mentioned earlier. Some we left out. Dion Rex wrote, Alex Gaskarth, John Feldman, Mike Herrera, Chad Gilbert, Ryan Mendez from uh, Yellow Card. Sorry, Mendez, forgot about you. Ashi Bashar. Uh, Samir Bhattacharya, Travis Miguel from Atreyu, Kevin Jordan from uh, This Wildlife. Thanks to Alex and Molly uh, from Star Wars Explained for having us on. That was huge when we were on that show. Big fans of that. They're they're great folks, and they've been huge mm-hmm. supporters of Mosh Isley as well. Mm-hmm. Lacey James and John from the Resistance broadcast. Heather Antos and Charles Beecham, uh, friends and both former Star Wars editors at more than one comic book company. Yep, Done a lot of amazing stuff, and they've both been guests multiple times. Uh, shout out to Henry Clark. I, I thanked him earlier, but Henry is very helpful in a way that I can't say publicly. In addition to other we ways all that, okay, yeah, we all benefit from it though. We all benefit from it. Dude. Henry also mentioned earlier, he, he got us the, no, well, it's gone now, but the Twitter handle just at thank the maker from, I think that other podcast that wasn't really around anymore at that point. Anyway, thanks for that. It's now X and uh, Elon destroyed it. It's fine. Um, shout out to Jason Chiodo again, Justin and Naomi Sonfield, Zach, the maker and the Knights of chem. If you don't know who they are, show up at Mosh Isley. Thanks to Kate Sabaker again. Thanks to Ashley Eckstein, James Arnold Taylor, Emily Swallow, Paul Sun-Hyung Lee, Amy Allen, Austin Romero, Mark Bricky, Pete Fletzer, Sarah, Steven and Dano, the whole Mosh crew and anyone or everyone who's, who's told a friend about the podcast or shared it on social media. It's, it's, it's a big deal. Thanks to my wife for being supportive of me in this ridiculous venture is, like I said before, yet another middle-aged white dude who thinks his and his friend's opinions are important enough to put out in the world in a podcast. I know it's basic as hell, but this has been amazing. This has been, like, the best midlife crisis project that I could, <laughs> uh, could have ever decided to to start. Yeah, Would you trade and, it all for a Porsche right now, though? No, I hate Porsches. <laughs> I don't even like cars. A Subaru Outback. Wait, is
2: it, an, is it a red 911? <laughs>
0: I'll do it uh, for a Ferrari Testarossa with Don Johnson in it. And especially all caps, most of all, thanks to our patrons, because I wasn't joking earlier when I said we get $3 per episode from YouTube ad revenue, even the ad revenue via Spotify. It helps, but it, it doesn't make this thing possible. It's the patrons 100% without Patreon. We would not still be doing this. We Mm -hmm. wouldn't be having a 200th episode celebration. That is for sure true hard facts true so thank you from the bottom of our force filled midichlorian counted hearts maybe I don't know I could have zero I like to think I have a few I think you guys have a few yeah couple yeah all right I'm tired now all this love and support and recapping just made me tired it's It's exhausting so again cheers 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 to another 200 so like we said more to come 2024 is going to be awesome in many ways going to do some new cool stuff Join us for Mosh Isley, February 3rd in Orlando. Tickets are on sale at moshisley.com. We've got merch bundles as well. And until then, until next week, let's be honest, may the force be with you. If you enjoy Thank the Maker, you can support us by following and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or you can support us directly at patreon.com slash thankthemakerpod, where you can get access to our Discord server, exclusive content, exclusive merch, our recording live stream, and more. Our patrons quite literally make Thank the Maker possible.